Hey, yes. <laughs> hey, Kate. What's up? What's she been doing? Oh, you know, going to New Orleans. What oh, you wow. been doing? So cash. Um, it was it was my best friend Lindsay's birthday. She just turned thirty. Happy birthday, Lindsay! So Happy belated by this time. Um, I finished Horizon Zero Dawn. The video game. I finished it. Yeah, recommend. I know it is a video game now. Recommend to everyone. Um, and I built an app that was terrorizing me for months. Um, it's fucking amazing. Woo! I also didn't drink for a whole week, so like right now I feel really good. Oh, I did the opposite of that. <laughs> did I mention I went to New Orleans? They have to-go alcohol and styrofoam cups, and like you can just like be chugging a beer without a bag riding your bike. Like I That's... actually saw a dude do that, and it was... <sighs> It was like goals, but also like, eh. I, I, it's really good that I visited, but could I live here? Yeah. So I went to New Orleans. It was great. It's awesome. The food there is so fucking good. It reminds me of like African food. There's just like a lot of like flavor going on. And yeah, it was just the best. You got to go. I want to. I want to go there to like ride a bike while sipping on like a very non-alcoholic lager. Yeah. <laughs> you should do it. Everyone yeah. should do it. Um, welcome to Metaphys, everyone. Um, thank you for putting up with us this last week. We didn't record. Because um, I had to YOLO. Kind of can't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is actually going to be our 10th episode. Like, oh, my God. So exciting. Um, and we wanted to do this for a while. Um, our subject today is going to be a possible future segment called 20s versus 30s. Yeah, like we might make it into a series, like 20s versus 30s on, you know, from this lens. Yeah. I guess. With different like sub-subjects. And for this week, we want to talk about like social changes we've noticed in 20s versus 30s. I mean, at least in my life right now, I feel like everyone around me, including myself, is turning 30 and everyone's having like big milestones. Like my mom is turning 50 next month. Mm -hmm. Um. Vanderpump rules. Yeah, my mom just retired, oh, like shit. kind of officially. Um, I, I am 34. I'm turning 35. And I think any, the five denominations are very important. Everything between, I sort of forget how old I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, when it's not an even number, I also forget too. But yeah, I don't think it comes as any surprise to anyone. We've noticed this on Vanderpump rules. Yes. Versus like season one through now. They hang out a lot differently than they used to, and it's so relatable. So let's see. Season one, um, <laughs> multiple fights at some place called Mixology, where people are throwing punches and doing God knows what, going to Vegas, having rabid shirtless fights on the street, or wearing chunky sweaters if you're Jax, <laughs> um, to now, Katie happily crafting and ha- has a little freaking craft table like and hosting a, a wine and crafting party, like <laughs> yeah, it just seems it's great. Like a lot of the changes that maybe me and my friends have gone through. Like um, I'm older than you, but I, I think the transition was like maybe a little bit parallel because <laughs> I'm also a late bloomer and kind of immature. Um, yeah, and I'm an early bloomer, but I'm still immature. That's I true. Guess. You are so early. Um, I don't think you are immature, actually. Well, thanks. Regular maturity. (laughs) Yeah. I think as I look at myself as immature, just because I like like cartoons and, you know, having purple hair and stuff like that. 
I just, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's just unicorny. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, thanks. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yaz. Do you have questions for me? Yeah, I have questions for you. So we're going to talk about like what our social life was like in our 20s versus now. So um, how often did you hang out in your 20s versus now? Every fucking now? day. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every fucking day. Like when I was in my early 20s, I lived in Seattle for like a second there and I was in college. And I mean, then I was in college, which meant I was omni-available to everybody at all times because I live in the dorms and I had a roommate. So like, yeah, I was just always around someone. Um, if I wanted to not be, I would have to go to a shared bathroom and hide myself in a stall. <laughs> um, so we're just going to skip that part of it and just go right to when I was like, I think I dropped out and was in New York by 24 at the at the that would be at the latest, I would say. I can't really remember. But um, yeah, I met a bunch of my friends at a job where I worked at a cupcake place and we would literally have something to do every single day of the week. It was like this day, we go to this place for this night. You know, mm-hmm. it was very just like a a beat almost like a police officer of like this is just like our streets that we like run and you know, this place has this DJ this day and this place has like you know, dancing and like, then this is the place where you just like post up because it's like two bridge and tunnel elsewhere. Um, yeah, it was every single day of the week. I think sometimes I took a break on Saturdays because Saturdays were like too much of a shit show in New York oh, City yeah. to like go out. It's like not fun at that point, especially yeah. when you're used to going out on off nights. Yeah. We called it like amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> just make yourself feel better. Yeah. So I hung out every single day. Yeah. Um, with someone. I mean, what about you? <laughs> in my 20s, I feel like, yeah, I hung out every single day, but at, at a different speed. Um, my days mostly consisted of either if I worked, I would go out with you to the bar and we would just like somehow tear shit up there for the whole night. Or I would go home. Sounds like some shit I do. <laughs> <laughs> I would go home back to my apartment where I live with my boyfriend, now husband. And my best friend, whose birthday just happened, who I mentioned. Happy birthday, Lindsay. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lindsay. Um, and we would just like stay up all night, get super stoned, watch King of the Hill, go to the 24-hour Dunkin' Donuts, like get culottas and donuts and like pour vodka in the cool, like just be terrible. You guys used to have this thing, like vodka crystal light. <laughs> The first Crystal time I saw martinis. that going down, I was like, what in the fuck is happening? It's like, I don't know if it's a suburban thing, but like my mom raised me like on Crystal Light kind of. It's just like a very tasty Oh, we had our drink. thing with Tang, I yeah. think. Uh, in, it's like a sugary drink. Expatty African, we had Tang. So I'm not saying I'm too fancy for it. I just never thought of combining that with like alcohol. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that like. Crystal light is supposed to be sugar free, but it tasted really sweet. And I guarantee you, there's fake sugar in there. I have no fucking idea. It was a diety thing, yeah, for sure. But just pour vodka in it. Yeah. No, and I thought it was pimp. Put honestly. a sugar rim on it. Are like, they <laughs> fucking? It was like watching someone like shake up like Kool Aid packets and like mixing it with vodka. I don't know. I was like, what are these? Yeah, that was more my speed when I was when I was twenty. Um, twenties. Now my typical night is uh. I am not going out after work. Like, it's too late. I get so tired. I get so hungover. 
from just like two drinks. Yeah. Just, I'm not going after work. I'm coming home. I'm going to like, you know, watch TV by myself and just like do internet stuff. My house is so cute. I love my house. I just like hang on my house with my dogs, my dog and my cats and just booping around. That's what I think about it. Like I booping. have this like nice fuzzy rug. Like mm-hmm. I also have alcohol here. Yeah. Like if I want to drink, I can drink at home. I like my hanging out with myself. I'm, you know, I don't have to yell and scream at the person next to me. Yeah. Why do you think that change happens? Like, do you think it's just like, now I'm going to tell you why you think. Um, <laughs> let me just say, I think the change happened for me because I just got more com- comfortable with like entertaining myself and like have I have less this idea of like what, I don't know, makes you interesting yeah. Like that what you're doing and your surroundings makes you more interesting. I mean, I already had that a little bit when we first met when I was maybe 27 and like you were endlessly younger. Um, <laughs> four years younger? How much younger are you? I'm, I'm 29 now. Oh, so like you're 30. Uh, so and I'm turning 35. So like you're five or six four. years younger than me, Earth. depending on the months. Five, right? six. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was trying to figure out um, – how to be open to like lots of different situations and like you know just just come from a place of yes as bethany would say um (laughs) but at the same time understand like i was just interested in the people that i was with and i didn't expect like an environment or an event to make me more I don't know, interesting or exciting or like it's going to make my life better. I I really had started to just like the people that I knew and I built relationships and I'd also like, I don't know, really worked on knowing who I was. And so this idea that like I need to be in a cool spot was kind of like it was getting to be in the rear view mirror. It's like yeah. it doesn't matter. I could be, I could be like at a gas station and I still feel like I'm in the right place if I'm talking to the right people about the right things and like – you know, I have a similar like response to that, but a little different. Um, my thought on that was like, so when I was younger, I didn't like, well, I'll start from now. For Right now, I have like a group of friends that are like really awesome. And I like everyone that I hang out with like so much. And I just want to hear what they have to say all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like super into them and whatever. So I don't want to go to a bar where – it's just so loud. I can't hear anyone talking and everyone's yelling and screaming and Including whatever. you and it makes yeah. your throat hurt. I mean, like, I'll totally go to, like, you know, a show or to go dancing if that's what we're planning on doing. But, like, going to a place just because it's cool and it's just, like, loud and obnoxious and annoying, I'm not into anymore because I'm not hanging out with people that I don't – not that I don't give a shit about anymore. Mm-hmm. Um when I was younger, I feel like I hung out with people that I didn't quite know. I wasn't sure if I was, like, going to be super into them. So I was like, yeah, let's maybe go to a place where there might be something else going on just in case you suck and or you don't like me. Or, or I get bored. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm just not in that headspace anymore. It's like I feel like if I'm, like, ready to hang out with someone, I already know that I, f- like, enjoy you in some way. Yeah. So... It's something when you're, like, younger. I mean, even, like, in high school or, like, in middle school where, like, you're sort of waiting for things to happen always. You're waiting for, like, life to happen. You're waiting for things to, like, I don't know, take shape. And so, like, you're constantly chasing that life thing. But I think 
at this point, and maybe like a little bit earlier than this point, I would say for me around like 26, 27, things were just sort of starting to form into something that looked like a life I wanted. And so this idea of chasing it made sort of no sense. You know, it's almost like if you're like, trying to find the perfect guy while you're dating the perfect, you know? Yeah. Like, why Why are you still running around in the streets, like, looking for something that you already have? And I just felt like I was so excited about meeting up with my friends and the kind of conversations we were having and, like, maybe at different times and maybe other times not about who I was with in a relationship. And um, I had this also great relationship with, like, my family members, and I just felt like life was there. I wasn't, like, desperately chasing it anymore and so a lot of these I don't know I I don't want to diminish how exciting and fun that discovery was but maybe that discovery was just sort of ending you know yeah I mean there is kind of like a a nostalgia for that time I guess where like you're just meeting whoever and this could be great or it could be terrible but like yeah I don't know I guess I'm just not in that space anywhere where I want to like do that because now versus then, like then it seemed like this exciting thing that could happen and now it just feels like, well, I just, I don't know if I have time or the headspace to just be like, uh, if I hang out with you, this might be cool or it might be terrible. I just, I don't want to <laughs> do that gamble anymore. Yeah, I mean, not always. I certainly have and I've made great friends in the last, um, I would say two years that were based on me um, I had had that kind of, I don't know, shut down a little bit of like, okay, we're good. Let's just work with what we have for a while. Um, and I was doing just fine with that. And it made me, I don't know, after like some time passed, be a little bit more open to like, okay, so it's not such a fucking scramble anymore. So I can be a little bit open to see what else is, is out there. And I think I've observed that from you too. Like when we first started hanging out we were both kind of like we don't need new friends (laughs) yeah but now i feel like we're a little bit more like okay we don't need them we're gonna do just fine without them we're not gonna let just anyone be our friend out of desperation yeah but we'll you know we'll give you an american idol fucking yeah (laughs) interview whatever like you know i feel like i've made more friends in the last year than i have in the rest of my 20s and I've had a totally different mentality about that yeah, um, versus that other time. So No, me too. I feel like I have been more focused on, um, for lack of a less hokey word, vibe. <laughs> um, how do you feel when you're going to meet this person? Like, how do you feel when you speak to this person? How do you feel about making another plan with them. If all of those feelings are kind of green lights, then you're probably good. If they're all sort of like, well, I should probably just, and you know, right. it's probably a good idea if I do, and it would be rude if I didn't, then then maybe that's the time to like, you know, this, explore what's going on. This is another thing that I think has changed from 20s versus 30s, at least for me. How is your like bullshit radar? <laughs> I fucking feel like on point to, to 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 define like bullshit radar to me to us is like when you meet someone who's like doing a thing they're like putting on a front mm-hmm. they're trying to like either get something out of the situation or you I don't know they just, just have a routine yeah like they have an angle they, they have ha- a routine they have like a character they're playing on TV uh-huh. yeah yeah 
And just like recognizing those people and just being like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. And not even necessarily with like a lot of like thought or aggression or you just sort of like you not. I, I don't even I don't even think like my conscious mind gets involved. I just sort of naturally steer away from that now yeah. in a way that I don't think I did when I was younger. I mean, I remember thinking about it differently when I was younger, like perhaps coming across those people who are like doing a thing and just being like, they're doing a thing. They must like have something figured out and just like maybe trying to figure out what that is and getting to know them a bit more and then yeah. realizing they kind of suck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because they're bullshit people. <laughs> they don't have anything like to offer you or anything to offer a friendship. They're just like doing their own thing. Do I yeah, have in like example? the worst way possible. Do an we have example. an example? Like – I feel like it'd be best with an example. I think I'm just like describing something very arbitrarily. Well, I mean, there were definitely a few people we met at like bars together. Like I wouldn't say it was like a recurring character in life, but like there are definitely people who would like say, you know, if you're two girls and you're at a bar and like someone approaches, um, be there a male or female and they just sort of like are kind of, I don't know, like feeding you a routine. We've definitely had that Mm. together where it's like, Hey, like we wore these shirts, you know. <laughs> Discuss. It's like we wore Hawaiian shirts to a bar. Discuss. I think like you cut, ca- you would fucking placate that when you're 23 and just kind of be like, "Huh, funny." Tell me more. And yeah. when you're like, you know, pushing 30 or 30 plus, you're just a little bit like, "That's great. Um, move along. We're actually <laughs> having conversation. No one gives a shit about your Hawaiian shirts that you want us to discuss." That's the best example I can come up with. I'm sorry. I don't no, think that's a good example. I feel like the Hawaiian shirts really hits like the head on the nose. <laughs> I think that actually happened. I don't know if it was like Hawaiian shirts, but it was like some outfit or like hats or something that like these two dudes were doing that we were just both looking at each other like. I'm like, no. No, you're not going to get attention you're not just because you really want You're not going to suck me into this it. like vapid hole of nothing. Pretty I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Would you say that you have acquaintances now um and did you have acquaintances when you were younger i feel like when i was younger the people who i thought were acquaintances were just like casual coworkers, and not necessarily like my friends that i would hang out with all the time and now i think like i i don't think i have acquaintances now or at least that changed a definition where like i have like a really great group of friends and like inside of that group of friends are people that i don't quite know as well but like i'm just assuming are really awesome because i've met them maybe once or twice and they're friends with all my friends mm-hmm. so they must be great so i guess they're my acquaintances but so, I, like, like they're connected to you sort of loosely and they might at some point get to know you better and become yeah, your friend. Yeah, but I think it's different versus like 20 being like, I have acquaintances. I have like a lot of people I could invite to a party once or like they're just all kind of random. Yeah. Uh, random, like picked out of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. someone you met randomly at a coffee shop or someone you work with or someone you met through a friend's 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 friend. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I always was like kind of discerning and I'm, I'm like a bit of an insular person. I grew up in a very like, sort of sheltered environment. So I was not necessarily like fast friends with many people, but I definitely did roll in bigger groups that had sort of more peripheral characters, you know, who were like, I don't know. Um, They were just your amount of 
time that you spend with them was just based on what you wanted to do and like what you could do together. And it, it didn't really have a lot to do with like your connection. It's like maybe you're hanging out with this person because you want to go to this thing. Um, I'm not just putting that on them, like me too. I just think my life was so much more based on what I was doing than who I was. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, maybe that's the differentiation I'm trying to make like in so many words. It's like when I was younger, the acquaintances that I have were based on like what I did and who I knew. And versus where you now were. My, my acquaintances are like, I don't know, people I think I could potentially connect with. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best kind of thing. <laughs> right? I mean, it's a little biased. I actually like, I want to reiterate, like I would not do anything differently. Like I think my no. 20s were so fun and so exciting and everything was new. The thing about everything being new is like, that's not reality. Like novelty is not like reality. That it's it's sort of inherently a phase, you know? And so there's a, always going to be a lot of... um don't know like disenchantment and fallout from it but that doesn't mean that it's not like a a worthwhile way of like coming to the realization of like who you are and i just i hold all of those acquaintances and friends and everyone involved and fucking i mean you know bouncers whoever i hold them very dear in some place cab drivers at that time just because it was such a formative fun and exciting time and yeah, I think we both have discussed how we don't want to belittle younger people's experiences based on the different, like, oh, plane yeah. that you're on. I mean, I don't even like shitting on my my former self. Yeah. Like, I would hate to think – this is what I always think about, like, when anyone or even me begins to shit on my former self. Like, oh, I can't believe, like, Kate before did that shit. It's like when you're – that Kate before, when you're that person before, you think of your future self, I feel like, at least I do, you think about your future self and like such hope, just being like, I hope that they're great. I hope that they like get this thing done that I wanted to do. I hope they like yeah. find the courage to do this one thing or something. But no, that future self is shitting on you right now. And that sucks. So I never want to shit on like my past self. That's so true. <laughs> you would never hope that that person, that's such a... That's just sweet and <laughs> no, I love that. Like, I don't even mean that like to be like glib. I really love that. I love the idea that like, yes, this young, excited, just ready to go person only had the highest hopes for yeah. this older person, and this older person is like, well, you're fucking idiot. Because my younger self was so stupid and sucked, and it's yeah. like I would hate to think that like my so I'm going to be thirty. I would hate. I would hate to think my 35-year-old self was looking at me right now being like, that person was like wasting their time and just like being a like a so dingus. Naive uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't think we're trying to shit on 20-year-olds. No. Do but it all. Do it all. <laughs> do all that shit. So a different type of socializing from 20s to 30s. We talked mostly about friend stuff. Yes. What about like dating socializing? Oh. So uh-huh. I guess more specific question. Um, was your dating life different? <laughs> uh, yeah, and that it exists now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty different that way. Um, yeah. When I was in my early 20s, I was, uh, like, as I mentioned, just sort of going to whatever was cool in on the Lower East Side or, or in Williamsburg. And for those of you who don't live in New York, hipster shit. <laughs> um and that just sort of 
for most of my friends ends up being like you just hook up with bartenders and every now and then like you know you meet a dude at a show and it's it's cool for two weeks um for me because like I'm a little again more reserved it was not I don't know I just didn't really date that much like every now and then if I was feeling more expansive I would like make out with somebody at a bar like uh, yeah, I dated maybe three people in that whole time. And I, when I say dated, it was like two weeks here, a week there. Yeah. Like, I would always like get very nervous when they would text me because I felt like now I could say it's because I didn't know the person. And I kind of had no impression of them one way or the other. And I just felt really violated by them being on my phone. <laughs> but I felt like this was like the right thing to do, you know? Yeah. And I think at some point – um, when I sort of slowed down and started to not go out as much and started to like kind of be more, um, I don't know, like intimate about how I hung out with people, like it, it sort of fell into place that I met people like at someone's house or a party or whatever, like that I actually could have a conversation with. And it wasn't just like, Hey, wasted. I can't hear you. I can't hear you either. Want to exchange digits? Like, yeah, you know, it's like want to make out. Yeah. So uh, then I, yeah, started to really date, and it resulted into long-term relationships. And, and yeah, how about you? I mean, I met Michael when I was twenty. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but before then, I so would, like high school. Yeah, I I would do that like college and high school I would just like go out go to shows like I had serious boyfriends throughout my whole life but in between I would always just go and have fun like meet someone at a show like I don't know make out with them hang out with them for like two weeks and then maybe like decide this isn't whatever and just move on to the next because they're not that important versus like or, like, they do something, like, annoying or ghosty. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I was just, like, pimping all over town. I definitely got, like, you know, not called back or, like, That's happened to me, too, but I was whatever. definitely, like, at one point in my life, like, pimping all over town, just being like, I was just going to go on to the next one. <laughs> but, um. On to the next. No, yeah. Like, my 20s aren't that spectacular. I was just, like, you know, dating Michael and not engaged yet. The end. <laughs> Got it. But so like dates though. I never went on them and I still don't. No, but like when you go out, you go out on dates. Like, come on. Like when when, when you well, go. Well, with my, my boyfriend who I live with. Yeah. We go eat dinner. I don't mean I don't like a blind a date, date or like. I guess I don't know how to explain this. Well, did you ever go on date dates? Like when you were like, you know, not together with someone officially? Did you ever go on like dates? Like we meet up and we go to this place and like, I didn't really do that. Um, so when people say dating, I'm like, I have no experience of this. Not really. No, what I'm trying to ask is like, so where did you go on your dates? Where did you go when you hung out with the person you were with? So when I was single, it was very like I would meet somebody in a group environment and so if we connected i'd be like so we're doing something tomorrow around this group and we just hung out again and then we hung out again and if we hung out again we probably hooked up and then at some point we like took that 
and like decided we were going to go have lunch with each other or like go catch a movie at Angelica or whatever the fuck. Like it just graduated from a group hang. I never actually made a time to go meet a person at a restaurant and sit across from them and order an entree. Like that. Oh, yeah. No, me neither. Like I've never like met someone at a restaurant or like met someone at a bar. Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, so I remember you introduced me to this really great Italian restaurant in Brooklyn. Fragole. Fragole. Yes. It's on Carol. No, it's on Court Street. Court Street in Brooklyn. I want to give them the proper like the props. props. <laughs> yeah. But um, Yasmin introduced me to this restaurant. And I remember like before Mike and I were married, when we were like pre-engaged or engaged, we would go to this restaurant being like, we're going to just go all out. This is our fancy, fanciest, <laughs> fancy, fancy date, date night. And now, now when we think about going there, we're like, oh, it's a Tuesday. We have nothing to eat. Let's just go to Fragale. Oh, I know. You know? <laughs> I know. That was like when I introduced you to it, that was yes. my ceiling then. That was like the fanciest place I could go. I would like get dressed up and like yes. be like, I need to pick off the wine list. And like now I could go there on a Wednesday in like yoga pants. Yeah, I'm like order spaghetti. I think what changed there is maybe just money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to say I'm like you know making like eight figures, but like I just wasn't making as much. And uh, to me, like an appetizer that was like fifteen dollars and like an entree that was like thirty six was like sort of not in my yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you're scared of getting older, just remember you'll be richer. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. Well, you still have, uh, like, credit cards. <laughs> yeah. Not in my case. Yeah, so uh, that that's that's one. I, going to dinner is definitely different. Going to dinner in my early 20s, mid-20s was going to the diner, like, Kellogg's Diner in Williamsburg that's open 24 hours and like it Ooh. just gives you a lot of shit for no money. For um, me it was like going to Denny's. It's like same up, thing. Yeah. Like, Literally the same thing. Just same thing, different to town. It's great. And now? <laughs> and now? Now we go to Frogolet for lunch. No. <laughs> now I look up what I'm like wanting to eat like mm-hmm. against the search engine of New York. Like I'm like I wake up I'm like I want an octopus salad. And then I just start ser- – like, it is so – part of that also I think is just, like, New York. You can get so spoiled. But, like, yeah. that that's sort of how I go to dinner now as opposed to, like, before when I'm, like, I could – I don't know. I just felt intimidated by everything. I I just – yeah. I felt like my lane was – I don't know about you like either. Like, once you – once, like, start dating someone, like, you go to movies and stuff like that. Like, I mean, most people go to movies. I don't. I was going to say, I'm but like, you don't watch I mean, movies. like, I would. I would, like, before I was so actualized, I would, like, feign going to movies with, like, my then, whoever I was making out with at the time, or, like, dating. And Michael and I just, like, don't do that. And it's not because I don't like movies. Like, if he really wants to go see something, I will go see it with him. But it's just, it's a big to-do. I don't know. Is it, like, when you're, th- like, 30s, you're just getting a bit homebodier. You're just getting a bit, not lazier, but like, I don't know what else to describe it as. Um, yeah. I mean, there's some crossover there with like relationships in general, right? Like, 
um, when you're in a serious relationship, like sometimes you're just like having fun, hang out with each other. And so the idea of an event is not so necessary. But I mean, that also crosses over. I do feel like, yeah, I don't know. Like you don't always rely on something else to like make your day interesting. So I get that. I like watching movies. I like going to the movies here and there. I mean, I don't go that often, but I I agree with you that like if I'm just having a decent enough time in my house, it's going to take a bit for me to like (laughs) want to like get up, get out of here. I've made this environment for myself in here where like this is actually the best place I could be in New York City, my apartment. Oh, yeah. So like you kind of have to give me pretty compelling – I don't know, reasons for me to leave. <laughs> Same. I mean, I don't want to get off topic because I feel like it can maybe be its own topic. But like my apartment when I first moved here versus my apartment now, like I like I could fall over thinking about <laughs> my apartment before I moved into it and made it my apartment is also another story. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just I have everything I need there. Yeah, I've co- I've collected everything I've needed. Yeah, no need to leave. And I've also like collected is not the word I probably want to use, but I've also like made friends who I can just know that I'm gonna see them if I want to see them badly enough. And so, yeah, like, I don't have to go do some bullshit I don't want to do to ensure that I still have friends or to like and keep I, appearances or yeah, or whatever, <laughs> stay relevant. <laughs> I'm throwing up. I think I need to leave. I need to go. Yeah. You need to get the fuck out. You need to get the fuck out. I'm vomiting in my mouth. Out of here. Vomiting. To be continued. Yes. I mean, of course, to be continued. I feel like, yes. There's so many differences you can talk about 20s versus 30s. Yeah. But. We covered what we could before all over the place. So I think we should go to like get the fuck out moments, and I think you should start because of I said it. And Let me see. Like I have some like you were gone for a whole week, and I literally I kept my notebook. I always have a notebook with me, by the way. I kept my notebook with me, like she also at has, work. Like, Five thousand pens. I got a lot of pens markers, but that's only for my friends to know. So I kept my notebook with me and just kept writing down like everything that was irritating me. I have a lot of get the fuck out moments. So let me just like take a look. You could do Let like three if you want. I don't want to do three. I want to keep these. I'll start these. to think about what Never mine know. is. My get the fuck out moment is um, horse poop. I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but <laughs> as someone who bikes everywhere, um, coming to your apartment, I have to bike through Prospect Park, which is really great. Like it's real pretty. I get to see the lake. I get to go downhill. It's great. Um, what also happens in Prospect Park is like, I guess people around who live here, like have horses and they walk them through the park. So like, you know how, if you have a dog, you have to pick up its shit because no one wants shit on the sidewalk. Well, I guess if you have a horse, you don't have to fucking do that. You can just like keep going and And you know, it's just going to decompose because no one fucking picks it up. I feel like I'm escalating. But I am. No one ever picks it up. It's not like there's like, you know, this little horse servant behind you or like even any city like branch does it. It just fucking rots. And horses shit as much as like 10 humans like on a regular day. And every shit is enormous. In the bike lane, 
in the walking area, just everywhere. And I don't fucking get it. Why do you, you get, you have, you have a horse, you spend, you have to have money to have a horse in the city. Right? There's no like hood rat horses. You have to. Yeah. You like, have to have like, like a fucking pit bull. You have to have fuck you money. Yeah. So spend that fuck you money on having like a, like, like a fuck you guy that follows you on a bike. And when your horse shits, it stops and picks it up for you. Or I think they've already invented a solution to this, like horses and carriages. So like if you're like in a horse drawn carriage, if there's still a thing like that somewhere, like they have this thing like the horse shits, it like goes into this tarp and it slides down into this area where like it just captures it and doesn't go onto the street, right? I know nothing about this. I feel like like this is a thing that's real. And I feel like everyone should have it. If you have a horse, you need to fucking pick up after your goddamn horse's shit. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of it. No, I I hear you. It doesn't make any sense. Like if a dog, like a fucking Yorkie poops, you You can charge like $500 for that shit. For not picking it up. So like if this thing shits the amount of like five humans, like why? I've had old ladies yell at me about like, when I used to be a dog walker, like my dogs not shitting exactly in the gutter, in on the curb, like. But then there's like horses in Prospect Park These who are just some like eagle-eyed old ladies. God damn! Oh my god! Damn. Yes, let me tell you my dog walking That's days intense. another time. But yeah. <laughs> that could be a topic. You're gonna get on me yeah. about that, but not about these horses. I hate it. Get the fuck out of here with horses. Some in bullshit. New York City, and them shitting in the bike lane. Maybe get the fuck out of here with like horses in New York City. Yeah, I think the first I thing I said a was horse right. dwelling place. I don't place. think you need horses in New York no, City. I don't think you do. I don't think you I do. I think you need to set them free somewhere they can run far. When is right? it ever relevant to have a horse in New York City? It, it sure even as a police officer, I feel like every once in a while you stick a cop they on like a horse. Insane. They look Why crazy. Why are they on a horse? I'm like, is it the zombie apocalypse? Yeah, like, gun. Isn't that enough? Is Rick Grimes <laughs> coming down? Like, what? Anyway. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're gonna ask me mine. What's I yours? Feel like we're slowing down. Uh, I don't know. You don't uh, know? No, I do. I do. Oh. It, it's a hard one to describe, but I'm gonna go ahead. Get the fuck out of here with women asking or not asking, telling me it's not that hot. Why are you wearing a tank top? Let me explain. Um, <laughs> I understand that it is only the tail end of winter. It's that part of spring. It's not fucking warm out. There's no reason for any bitch to be walking around wearing a fucking tank top right now. But again, if they were, I wouldn't fucking question it. I don't if you're really happy, care. I'm happy. Yeah. Happy rando, happy life. <laughs> I work in a barbecue place, which means I work in front of an open flame. I work in front of a wood fire grill that has... I don't know, like 20 logs of white oak burning behind me at all times. So I wear a tank top and a bralette when I'm working. And outside, it's like 50 degrees. Every day, I probably have at least three comments, always from women. It's not that hot. Why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that? Here's my answer. Because I'm a fucking crazy slut. I'm a crazy (laughs) slut who's wearing this to seduce your boyfriend, everyone's boyfriend. I'm a barbecue whore. I'm just here trying to show you all my freaking goodies right now because I feel like it. I almost choked on my wine. That's not what's happening. You do not need to question why any woman is wearing anything for any job 
I am wearing this because I'm hot as fuck. You don't feel the heat because you don't work where I work. I just don't understand it. And I don't understand why this question keeps happening. And it's driving me freaking insane. Like, I am wearing this because I am hot. And if I was working in a place that wasn't hot and I was wearing a tank top, please give women around you the benefit of the doubt that they are just wearing what makes them comfortable. It's You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about them unless they ask you for, like, your input. Like, it's, as just, if, it's as if, like, they say that and you're like, oh, my God. I, I had no idea, but this whole time, you're right. I've been freezing. I, do you can you can you help me? I am can you so give glad me a you blanket? Can give me the message that my skin could not. You need to give me my. You need to give me your phone number so I can you call you my every morning. Personal homeostasis. Thank you so much. I'm gonna call you every morning. I was about and ask what to I should die of work. hypothermia every single time that I work for I had the last no idea three years. How I felt. I was probably dying, and here you <laughs> came, my savior, to. Slut shame me <laughs> into wearing a hoodie. Like, and I, you know, I hate that term and I'm using it because I, I just don't even understand where this is coming from. If it didn't happen a thousand times, I would never have mentioned it. So the next person who sees me working in front of an open flame, Tomorrow. please do not ask me why I'm not attired for 50 degree weather because I don't work in it. That's why. That's why. Okay. That's fucking why. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh God! <laughs> yes, goodbye, guys. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a hard goodbye. Um, we have a like, Twitter. <laughs> we have a Twitter. I haven't been using it. I'm going to use it at my leisure. You should follow it because sometimes they do funny things. Um, I've been thinking about making a Snapchat. Let me know how you think about that. I, I think it'd be great. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send me your questions and comments. Don't tell me your concerns. I don't want to hear like bad things about our podcast, like ever. I just want to like reiterate that. But if you have any like suggestions of things you want to hear in the future, please tell please tell us. We love hearing that shit. Email it to us. Uh, tweet it to us. Uh, for those who know us, like Facebook us. Go ahead. Like tell us what you want us to talk about. Yeah, that'd be we great. We were just talking about how we would love to talk about a topic or like discuss a topic that we didn't agree on and like yeah. because we decide our topics together we always agree on them so like if you gave us one at random we might have to like you know murder each other about <laughs> it. and like that would be fun and that'd be such yeah. good um airtime i know you wanted to say tv i know i, I saw where it's that was not. yeah all right it bye. Be such I, good air I, time. I was supposed to get the fuck out of here a long time ago yeah all right okay bye, bye. bye.